I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Tonight we're gonna take no prisoners. The Ken Carmen Show with Anthony Lima. You don't want this, but Struz inside with the rejection as Dodson wheeled his way to the basket. Struz made the play. Get that big stuff out of here. Mitchell. Hey, knocks it down. Jones puts it up. That's blocked by Allen. Get that big stuff out of here. Levert to the foul line, off to Mitchell, he squares, he shoots, he scores! Mitchell with under two to go, works on Washington, Garland takes a three, dumps back to Mitchell, he'll fire, he knocks it down! The Ken Carmen Show with Anthony Lima. Two seconds left, the Cavs are out of timeouts, they have to go 94 feet. Struce from midcourt. This is Cleveland Sports Radio, 92.3 The Fan. Audio courtesy of Valley Sports. What a night. Maybe the game of the year. Maybe the game of the year in the NBA. I I was thinking last night, I didn't want to say game of the year. Like, I, did, I hope that's not their game, game of the, of the year. year. The, well, so far. Right. I mean, got 25 left to but go in the regular season. It's hard to fathom a way to win a game like that. Especially in the regular season, there's just no way. There's no... There's no better win you could have. In fact, I would, I'd go back and say that as far as a regular season win goes for the Cavs, I, man, I I put it up there with any team in town. Like that, that's that's so insane, insane what what they did and how they pulled it off, and the crowd was all in because there was this buzz all day yesterday about that game. It was you're up by 15. It seemed, and then Luca went crazy right at the end of the first half, and then he basically stayed hot for the the rest of the game. It was unbelievable to watch Luka Doncic play last night. And it's easy to say this after they won the game. There's a lot. I think there's a lot of relief for a lot of people that they pulled that out because of the, even the way they pulled it out. And I could sit there and go, yeah, 59 footers, which I can't believe is the second longest in NBA history. I, you, you'd think there'd be more, but there it is. A 59 footer by Max Struess had one of the games of his career. Easily, maybe the game of his career, Max well, Bruce nev- last he'll night. He'll never have a five-minute stretch in the fourth oh, quarter to win a game and then a Hail so, Mary like that. But to win that game, because it's like, man, you beat a lot of teams. Because I, I think that a lot of people are starting to draw 
some really strong things about the Cavs and their future out of this. Like, I was getting texts from basketball people, which usually it's football people. You're the basketball folks. And one, when they, you know, they gave up that lead, and then all of a sudden they were down by 10, and it was, you know, this is how the postseason is going to go, Kenny. And I'm like, I'm not trying to read this bleep. No, I'm not trying to read this right now. Like, this is frustrating. And I think a lot of people were starting to draw in their own heads, like, you know, is this the type of team that just doesn't have that gear? Do they not have that gear to fight back against really good teams? Is this just a team that beats a lot? Because there's a lot of bad teams in the NBA. Is this a team that just beats a lot of bad teams? And for them to fight back and, and, and win, and you could, you know, 59 footers, you know, there is some modicum of luck that's involved. I'm sure later on today, things will settle down. I understand all that. That's fine. However, uh, to be able to battle back, to hit those threes, to fi- to find open guys, to, for all the things that were stupid down the stretch. I mean, stupid. The the I thought it was a tackle, my God. And, and even Darius Garland, you know I'm a Darius Garland defender, I understand. I don't know what he was doing running into... I, I don't know what he was doing. I thought he made they, like two cardinal sins they, on that play. They call, Well, they called it. I, I'm not talking refs, about. Yeah. Oh, well, which, which play are you, are you talking are you about? Ta- I'm talking about the time he cut in front of somebody. I'm going, what are you doing? Why did you just turn left? Like that is an offensive foul. I hate to say it. Yeah. And, but in the end, Evan Mobley inbounding the ball, the silliness that went on there. Like there was a lot of stuff. I'm going, man, like, damn it. Like, don't, don't blink now. Don't do this. And then. To be able to hit that shot at the very end, that was some fantastic stuff. That was just good, good, good you had to stuff, feel good. Man. You had to that feel good. good stuff. You had to feel good for Max Drews because yes. he has struggled all year shooting the basketball. Like, he has, he has he's shot a career low. His efficiency numbers are bottom of the barrel. Well, I keep telling because I get these fights about Max Drews because I didn't like the signing at the time. Um, I'm getting these fights because I every night he has a couple good threes or a nice shot here or there. People are all up in my mentions, and I'm like, guys, he is – the second lowest high volume shooter in the league. Like he has not been a good shooter. Nyang hasn't been a good shooter. Like they added all this shooting and they won a lot of games, but I keep targeting the playoffs. Like if these guys are missing these shots in the playoffs, well, then you see a game like last night and it reinforces what a threat Max Truce is, no matter how poorly he shoots the ball, he has that in him. You know, that was, that was as I've called him such a streak shooter. And unfortunately the streaks have been mostly negative this year. But he has that in him, and so that's why he still is covered at all times. That's And the Cavs kept talking about that throughout even his struggles this year, that he, gravity, gravity, gravity. And I've mocked, I've mocked the term a hundred times because I'm like, yeah, there are other guys that create gravity but can also make the shots. But last night he made the shots, yeah. and there's no chance you win that game. You don't even come close. You probably should have lost that game by 15. If, if Max Struess just has his normal night, you lose that game easily, and we are having dark conversations about a huge game that people were at. I can't wait to see the TV ratings for that game because there was a buzz. Seemed I mean, everybody was watching that game. Yeah, in the yesterday, area. yesterday yeah. morning, I could sense it with the Kyrie talk that we had, and the station got a ton of response about Kyrie and whether or not. And there were a ton, but boy, Bally's kept showing there are a ton of Kyrie jerseys in that building last night, and I was yeah, getting texts from surprised. people. We'll talk about that. People, people love him. Um, he. He, he was walking out of the, the arena last night, signing autographs. All Cavs fans signing autographs. Like, they love him. That, that You might hate him outside of who was there last night, but if you paid a lot of money to watch that game, you left that game. You, you could not, if you brought your kid to that game last night, I don't know how they're not NBA fans for life. 
The, the NBA has so many existential problems on the internet. That was real life last night. That's yeah. where the game is special. That's where the, the boy came out of me again, Kenny, the, the school boy who loved hoops. I don't know if you went to that game and you're young and you're like nine years old. The I think they've got boy. you. I think the NBA's got you for life. You should get the a game like that. with boy. Yeah. How, how, could, how could anybody sit there and watch, oh, they don't play defense in the NBA? Yeah, but you know what? What other sports create that kind of drama? Like, honestly, when everything goes was, like that, I, I thought it was that a lot was of March fun. Madness. That was like, like yes, a March Madness yes, game. Yes, the only bad thing is we don't advance. Yes, that, uh, what, what made it so much fun in the first half, like I, I found myself because they played so well up until like the final minute. And then Luca just went crazy. And there's so much. I, I, it's tough because I can't say like, oh, they played terrible. It's like Luca's Luca. Like, what are you going to do with him? I know he's a, he's a supreme. I mean, he was he got a, He's gotten MVP votes. I mean, he's an MVP caliber player. He could take over a game. He basically took over the game last night at one stretch. I mean, my God. And so I can't really be that critical of what I was seeing in the first half. But there was a bit of an emotional, like, oh, God, here we go. But well, to- you cr- you crushed him in the first quarter, the first half. You, at one point, I think everybody on the Cavs who had gotten in the game, maybe except for Dean Wade, had played awesome. I mean, Strew set the tone defensively. He stopped, like, three runouts. Because Dallas was just loafing down, thinking thought, they're going to get an easy fast break layup, and Max Cruz is like, "Nope." In fact, one of them he blocked Luka Doncic. Uh, Kyrie was terrible in the first half. Uh, really, it was the Luka show, I th- and yeah. and your next eight guys were all awesome. George brought a lot of energy last night defensively yeah. too. Yeah, well, I, he, I, was, I, he had a couple of he shots. He was incredible. But he he really brought a lot and, of energy defensively. And so, what was a little bit dispiriting is that it was a four point game at the half. Yeah. And you're like, well, you know Kyrie's going to get going. That guy does not have four bad quarters. That's just not – that's not part of his game. And he started taking over in the third. Well, one of the fun things that I was noticing – or like, and this is kind of the fun thing about arguing basketball. I know there's a lot of kumbaya, like can't we all just get along people on the internet about the NBA and the Cavs. And it's a long season, so to certain degrees I can understand. But you and I have been in the fights over Max Struess. You and I have been in the fights. And, like, we'll argue about Max Struess later on in the show. I got four hours. I'm not going to do it right now. You and I have been in the fights about Darius Garland. We got four hours. I'm not going to fight over Darius Garland right now to start off a show after uh, such he, a big win, the win of the, the win of the season so far. The dinner should be okay. on him for Max Struess because we would have been having a full Darius Garland show nope. had Struess have missed any of those threes. I can't deny that, <laughs> but that's coming up a little bit later on in the show because we're going to be excited about it. But I did find myself, like, when you get in the NBA more than a lot of other sports, it's like pet cats because you get in one-on-one arguments with people about certain players. So you get a guy who's a pet cat, like, a, like to me, Darius Garland or Max Struess, where we start to argue this stuff, and you take one side or the other, and then you go with the swings. And sometimes you look like an idiot, and I've looked like an idiot over certain players, and sometimes you feel like you're looking good, and it can change later on in the game because at, at one point I thought Darius Garland was going to have this breakout game for this season. And then obviously in the fourth quarter, I got very nervous how the things were going to go. Cause I thought I, I thought I was going to have my ass handed to me this morning and thank God for Max Drews. So that makes it a lot of fun. I, it was so much fun because the atmosphere, I, I think there's been a, there's been fun, but I think there's been a pensive, like let's just get to the postseason atmosphere around the team and in the building all season long, and I think that went away last night just watching that. But their J.B. Bickerstaff did speak about this and the impact this win has on this organization. 
I mean, it just continues to, you know, boost confidence and create belief in what we're doing and in each other. And that, to me, is what, you know, speaks volumes is like we were down and very easily could have pitched our tent and got ready to go to Chicago tomorrow. But instead, you know, guys figured out a way to dig down and overcome a lot. There was a lot of things down the stretch that they had to overcome that didn't have to do with just basketball. What makes that important is that there's a seriousness to it because, you have to understand that a win over Chicago is not. Chicago can be a pesky team. They are a very pesky, try-hard team right now. They didn't go the way they didn't go away the way people thought they were going to go away. Nobody would have cared if you beat Chicago tonight after losing last night. Now it might flip, and we'll talk about that at six forty. Because if you're willing to think that, then maybe we have to get switches out and flip those. I don't want to do that just yet. But if you would have won tonight and lost the way it was looking like you were going to lose, like it was like, man, we they got a lid on it now. Luca's hot. Kyrie's heated up. I mean, at one point, of the, they had taken all but twenty of their attempts. Those two players, and they were <laughs> and they were beating you by ten at one point. And they hit tough uh, shots. Like they, yes. it's not like it was a layup line. The Cavs just didn't bring it defensively. Yeah, it was over like, forty attempts those, between the both of them. Those like, guys were were. It was like an all time NBA highlight reel with those guys. Yes. So I, it was it was really demoralizing there for a moment. I'm going, man. He is. When I hear him say that, he could not be right because you. There's teams. There's teams you got to take it a little bit more seriously against. Like, this is a class basketball team. I know where they're at in the Western Conference, but this is a class basketball team against one of the major stars, two of the major stars in the NBA. You know, I don't always think of Kyrie that way anymore, but certainly Kyrie is one of them and Luke is one of them, certainly. So you have two of the premier stars of the NBA. It's a chance to prove yourself. It's a big, big event. And for you to take it seriously down the stretch and jump back into it and then find a way to pull that out. And yes, 59 footers, again, there's a modicum of luck to it. I, I, I do think stands for a lot for well, a lot you of hope, people. Yeah, you hope it means something. I do. Um, it's Oftentimes, these games are forgotten about once the playoffs start, just like last year. How many, how many incredible electric nights did they have at home? How many great... Uh, just, just the, the way that they would fight in those games. Like that's where you know Austin Carr would say at every game, this team does not does not ever you know just just pack it up. Well, and then what happened in the playoffs? So you hope that this this means something. You hope that it means something for Max Truce. You hope for George Yang. I mean, your bench last night was terrific. You know, for three quarters. Um, but you needed somebody. You needed somebody down the stretch to take over. And it wasn't going to be Darius Garland. He was horrific. You know, in the fourth quarter. Mm. Uh, Donovan was gassed. I mean, people wondered why Donovan Mitchell was out of the game at one point. Well, they highlighted and, that because they had him mic'd up, and you—I mean, you could tell. I mean, this was yeah. It's it, Donovan has to do heavy lifting in these close games. They haven't really played that many close games. There have not been a ton of clutch moments for the Cavs this year because they've just been crushing teams and and sucking their will from them. So this was that—that that was what was great about this is you had a back and forth battle testing game. I mean. The, the Mavs had a, I think, a 10-point lead with, like, four and a half minutes left. This game was over. Kyrie is just – he, he must have thought this was high school. They threw the ball to him, and he's he, – he, it's an inbounds violation, which you never see called. I couldn't believe they called it, and the Mavs fans were not happy, as you can imagine. That you crew just see, last night was the same you, as the one in Detroit oh, with the with the craziness oh, there. I mean, the Cavs got five, five – probably five straight calls in the late fourth quarter until the Darius Garland – you called it a tackle. I, I – I don't understand what we'll, Darius we'll was argue, doing. We'll, we'll argue it yeah, later. But but they they made up. They made up for Garland's gaffes. They made up for a, a Mobley gaff there late in the fourth. They made up for Mitchell being gassed and not being able to be out there. 
they made up for JB again, no timeouts when the game is on the line, can't get the ball inbounds, terrible play. Again, some of that, I'll tell you what, what Garland did on that, that uh, made me que- you know, a little bit squeamish. I can't wait to get but, beat up later on. This is going to be fun, but, but well, continue. Why, why? I mean, why? Well, did, by you. Do people I'm not want to talk about not, the end of the game? Not by that. Not by that. Well, we will, I said yeah. later on, we, I'm saying by you. You'll you get so me nervous. Okay. We're just breaking out a basketball game, Kenny. It's not, your, your, life's, your family's life is not at stake. We're just, we're just talking game. I take this very ball. seriously. I know. But Max Struess made up for all of that. He made up for all of that. They they couldn't get their rotations right towards the end of the game because they didn't have timeouts, so Okoro couldn't be in to, to to neutralize Kyrie on one of those easy layups. So they, they they it's amazing in this league when the ball goes in and the Cavs hit twenty threes and Max Struess. I don't know if he could ever have a fourth quarter better than that. Like how, how could you? Two one six four seven four double ninety two. The game of the season so far for the Cleveland Cavaliers. Maybe the game of the season in the NBA. I mean, very well. I mean, it's got to be top three. I, I, you, you look at some of the other games, there's been a couple of really well, to good ones. be fair, this was not an in-season tournament game. <laughs> That's very true. 216-474-0092. Coming up at 640, you have to answer one question, and if it goes the right way, then I might talk about bringing out a switch. Up next, Andrew Barry's a GM, but he definitely thinks like a fan sometimes. Lima likes on the fan. Now the Ken Carmen show with Anthony Lima give their thoughts on what you might have missed about last night. Just have this feeling we're going to be talking about this game, hopefully for a long time. Very hopefully, true. hopefully Cavs go on a huge playoff run, and in the post game of those games, they'll be saying, you know what? No, either it's, way, it's way back February twenty seventh in Cleveland. Uh, sold out crowd, place was going nuts. Kyrie's return, all the Slovenians in attendance to watch Luka Doncic. That is uh, two things. One, I think either way, we hope it's your way, but either way, like if things don't even work out that well, it's like, well, gosh, you go back to the February 27th game and the way that was, either way, like that's incredible stuff. I got to tell you, when the Slovenians come out and the Croatians come out and the Serbs come out for all like the different players that visit, I do think that's pretty cool. It is an ethnic area, and I do think that that's pretty cool. I saw the I saw the Hayden Grove picture; like they were there very early. They're there every time in the lower bowl section. There was all, they, they, he said like there was eighty, a hundred people sitting right there. Yeah. It's like all right, that's that's a really cool thing. Well, they they saw a classic, and you're right. So so many times we throw away regular season games because we we place such an emphasis. All of us, media, fans, the players, the players now, so much of an emphasis on what happens in the postseason. These are one of those games. I know there's always an underbelly of every fan base. It's like, what about the journey? And we're like, all right, that's great, but you got embarrassed by the Knicks. So the journey kind of goes out the way. No, this one you want to remember. This one is one I think people have no problems remembering forever. And why is that, Kenny? Because 121-119 and Max freaking Struess, 7-12 from the field, 21 points, but it was what he did Behind the three-point line, and oh, by the way, the second longest buzzer beater in NBA history. Pick that, Did somebody? What was the what was the longest? Do we have that, Mitch? You were the one that said it was the second longest. So, so I, I don't have the name specifically yet, but it was well, sixty-one imagine, feet. I imagine when you make it a point, Mitch, to tell the host that it's the second longest ever. Did you not think we would ever care? Well, what he said was the sixty-one feet, ever? so that's it was the second longest. It was Devontae Graham, yes. sixty-one feet. Yes, Devontae Graham. Wow. Got to have a claim to fame. Does he get yeah. a free drink somewhere if that's – Well, then like he, he says that, I hit the longest buzzer beater. should at least get a beater. T-shirt. He, I hit the second longest buzzer beater. Is he NBA dialed history. into the NBA where he's got league pass or he's getting texted a game could be coming down the wire? He's like, crap. 
Oh no! Does he Where's pop he a catching the ball? Of champagne. Where's he catching the ball? Wait, no, no, no! It's too close. It's too close. I'm good. I'm good. That's that's not nearly as hard as my shot. Does he have the team give him specific cutups of only the last <laughs> yeah. three seconds? That's of all that matters. To Talk him. amongst yourselves for just yeah. a quick second. Go ahead. Uh, let's let's hear from Max Truce on just what an incredible night. It was special, but I've I've had some moments in my career where I've made gotten hot like that. Caught a rhythm. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I mean, it's fun when you do that, and every time I shot it, I, I felt like it was going in, and it was. So cleared my mind, made some shots, and uh, yeah, they were lucky enough to go in. Okay, real quick, back to what we were talking about. Devontae Graham did not play last night. In San Antonio, and they lost. Is he allowed to pop a bottle of champagne even after a Hell loss? Hell yeah! He holds the record. Yeah, he's got to hold on. Think about it. He's got to hold on to that record as long as he can. You just don't see that many opportunities. I mean, a game. Think about everything that needs to go in a specific order. Think about it. most teams have timeouts at the end of games, so they call timeout. They advance the ball to midcourt. All right, that shot's eliminated from contention. This game was haywire. Now, should the NBA have every team in the league put a stripe on the court to tell you to this, denote this is the longest one? Anything behind it, feel yeah. free to take would, your shot. Would you any, put it on both sides, though. Yeah, it yes. go either way. And then would anybody then say, "Well, I could get a better look, or I could go for history"? The NBA. Uh, Struz said at the end there he was lucky. <laughs> he said it was a lucky shot. Um, those guys practice. Bring in Dan Cortez. Ricky Don't, Davis will join us on the show those, this week. Yeah, the problem is he'd shoot it the wrong way. And it'd be like a two-foot shot. He'd be like, hey, where's my record? Um, Max Struess said luck at the end of it. How much luck, Kenny, would you say went into that little bit by win? 59 feet has to be some luck. A little bit. Yeah, has to be somewhat. I don't want to take anything away from him because he was... I don't think it is. He was playing so well. Oh, there's some luck involved. We can admit that there's luck involved, yeah. right? Okay, yeah. good. Yeah. yeah. Um he also said he also kind of tried to tried to act like, "Well, I do this all the time." He does not <laughs> do that all the time. He's like, "Well, I've, you know, I've I've, I've hit shots before. I've gotten well, hot before." Yeah. Not like that in that situation you have not. That's that's why he, he had a big playoff game last year. He did have a big playoff game that 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 helped the Miami Heat advance yeah. after the first round. But but he didn't have 
that. That was a Reggie Miller moment. That was a Steph Curry. That was a Clay Thompson. That was a, that was a Larry Bird. Okay, but what he it, did last night. It is true though. It's not like he's hanging out in the short corner, and that's why you signed him. Like yeah. no, he's he, he's supposed to shoot threes, and he shoots yeah. threes. And last night he shot a lot of threes, and he was really really good shooting those threes. Uh, Vaughn and Parma, go ahead. About last night. Oh, go no, ahead, you guys. Good morning. What's up, Vaughn? Congrats, Anthony, on the baby, man. Thank you, thank you. All right, proud of you, man. Congratulations, Anthony. I'll tell you later in the show <laughs> why we were calling that the two ounce game. I have a backstory, and it was disgusting. Excellent. Oh wow! Well, I would love to hear it. All right, but uh, that, Anthony got a good point. That was actually one of the, I probably one of the best, like one of the best ends of the Cavs history, man. That was a that was a very long shot. I I can't believe he made that. Honestly, that was that was a really great shot. Um, I had a feeling. I, talk- I, I got to tell you, Vaughn, when I had a feeling when he released it, it was going? they're going to hit the shot. They're going to hit the shot because it's like. You deserve to win this game. Come on, damn it. So, Ken, so, yeah. so, so, Ken, so Ken Carmen, straight face. Yeah. Yeah. Straight face. You're telling me when Matt Shrews threw that shot up, you knew that was going in. On my children, oh. I swear to wow. God, yes. On my children, on my Hockey children. Ken. I'll look right into the cameras. I'll look right at Tone. I'll look right at on. I can't even see Mitch because he hides from Ken me. Carmen classic. Wow. I swear to God, I felt it was going in. I knew it was going in. Yes. Yes. Wow. Yes. Yes. Mitch, it was luck it, that I was right. Mitch, but, put it on the pole. Did you think the shot was going in? I felt it was Rose. going in. I thought for sure it was going in. Now too? <laughs> I guess. Why not? Oh, Everybody's that's crazy. Balls. So, Vaughn, Vaughn, does this mean anything? Does this game, you said it's one of the all-time uh, finishes that you've seen for the Cavs. I'd argue, man, any team in town. Does it mean anything? Will they be able to build off this? Will they be able to reflect on this and have it propel them down the stretch? I'm just going to be honest, you guys. Yeah, but I'm still nervous about Darius Garland. Um, it's Hey. I don't know. I'm, I'm still giving – I gave them 10 or 15 games to try to figure this out. Vaughn, they're and waving me off. Just... They're waving me off. We don't want to contaminate the moment. Vaughn, you will, have, you will have your time. Th- thank Can't you for the call. Right now, I'm not – I'm not going to run from the debate. We will do this eventually. I mean, I, I do have a list of my notes, seven Garland mistakes that I wrote down. Come on. I don't know if you want me to go over it. You took notes? I was taking notes. What the baby took away from me yesterday, Ken – I had to make up for it in my own way. I feel like I'm. I had to I make up for it. I feel like I'm about it. to bring a knife to a Anthony, gunfight. Anthony, it's six thirty-two. We can't do that stuff. Uh, very quickly, uh, Kyrie. After the loss, everything was kumbaya. He loves Cleveland. Cleveland loves him again. It would be very meaningful. You know, I haven't given it much thought, but but the guys who were here, the, the individuals that were here, know how historic you know my time was here and, and how much I impacted the organization, impacted the city of Cleveland. You know, and, I, and I've always yearned for that love, you know, from Cleveland. I read talking about having his jersey retired uh, in Cleveland, but he got a warm reception last night and a ton of Kyrie. People were texting me because of the conversation we were having, just how many Kyrie jerseys I'm relieved there were last night. It seemed like everything went that. well. I was relieved by that because I'm like, all right. Because my whole thing about Kyrie, it's like, yeah, he hit the greatest shot that I've ever seen. And they don't win the championship without Kyrie. And, I, and Terry Pluto will tell us that later on today at 8 o'clock. And I, I never trusted that he would come back and, and be fun with the fans and, and, and be a guy yeah. who we all – we want to revere these guys. We want that moment. The spotlight's on them. Everybody's excited, and they, they listen to a speech, and they just revere him. And I didn't know if he'd allow us to do that. And it, part of me still doesn't know that, but to hear that, 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 that did go a long way. I'm glad he – understands the history that's involved here. That's nice. All right, moving on to Andrew Barry Holden Court. Now, we'll have plenty more on this.
throughout today's show, what he said at the scouting combine. Later today, Kevin Stefanski will be talking. We'll carry that live on Sports Radio 92.3. The fan, when we get a time, we'll be, we'll be able to nail that down for you. But just stay tuned throughout all the shows Good, strong stuff. today. Certainly during Basket of Phelps, I think, is the expectation. Uh, but he said that the Browns and his organization had pushed forward a new proposal when it came to changing the trade deadline, moving it later in the year. We really have four goals in mind. Number one, we think as a league, it makes sense to give teams the most flexibility as long as possible to have the best product down the stretch run in the playoffs. Number two, we wanted to make sure that we could maintain the competitive integrity of the, of the season so you don't get into, like let's say, player dumping late in the year. Number three, we wanted to retroactively correct the fact that the trade deadline never moved when the season expanded to 17 games. And then really number four, if at some point in the future the regular season expands to 18 games, we wanted to be proactive in terms of the positioning for the trade deadline. Man makes a lot of good points right there. All right, so. Several points that were brought up on this show at the trade deadline earlier this season. Well, do you think Andrew Barry listens to the show? Uh, I say yes. I've been told there have been there have been times where he's reacted to something because you're really only going to hear when there's more of a negative. We know his boss does. Maybe his boss. Does. Yeah, yeah. I did. Something's gotten back to me before. Um, and Andrew Barry, I mean, you could tell. I, I thought about this for a GM to push forth something like this. Stuff does get proposed all the time, and they're going to vote on it. There's competition committee. There's the standards and best practices that they have to go over. You got to feel pretty stable. I sound like Jimmy Glick there. You got, you got to feel fairly fairly stable as a GM to, to start to think about how you're going to change the league, right? You signed Deshaun Watson and he has a couple of problems. Tell me more. But but do you do you think – sorry, Ken and I, that's a sweet spot always. We have Shockmaster in wrestling. We have Jimmy Glick in terms of parody interviewers. But I got to ask you. I got to ask one to Mary Kay tomorrow. Do it, please. I don't know how I'm going to do it, but, but I'm going to do it. Do you think there's something to that that – Man, this guy feels like he's either going to be around a while here or somewhere else in the NFL that he's like, I'm, I'm changing the rules in the NFL. That That's that's how comfortable I Did am. Did Jadavion Clowney come out and tell you he was going to throw you under the bus? you fall out of the chair. <laughs> well, that's going to be hard for me to do. I'm sorry. I was thinking of something. I didn't even pay attention to what you asked me. I'm sorry. Did, I, 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 it took me as a person who is very comfortable in his skin as a GM in the league. Yeah. That I don't think a one-year GM, and we've had some of those over the years. We have. Who was the one that had the incident? All right, moving on, bud. But would he be proposing rule changes to the NFL? George Kokinas, what really happened in that building? So, quickly, Kenny, because we're not allowed to expound on that. No. Why do you like changing the date? And how late would you go? I think there's more. It, I think it becomes there's more interest to it. I, I I mean I we talked about it in the fall. We could talk about it again. There's a, there's a million reasons for it, and I'd like to talk about it. Okay. Uh, later on in the show, maybe right, even coming it. back next, just real quick. That's it for about last night. Outstanding as always. All right, coming up next. You've been asking us to do it all night. I'll think about it, but you have to promise me one thing for me to agree to flip a switch. Ken Carmen, Tone Master General. We got Terry Pluto talking to us about Kyrie Irving at eight on the fan. Cavs play Chicago. Tonight. All right, that's an 8 p.m. tip. Chuck Swirsky's already in my head. I'm sure he's up and he's already tweeted out something that's uh, very inspirational. TV voice of the uh, Chicago Bulls. Maybe radio voice. I'm not sure. One of the voices of the Chicago Bulls. Um, You made mention right before the show. You don't even care if they lose tonight. 
after last night's game. Correct? That And I never say that. I'm always the guy. I'm always the troll and devil's advocate. Well, if they lose, they lose tonight, then last night doesn't mean anything. No. No. A two, totally different game. 2-1-6. There's no way. 2-1-6-4-7-4-0-0-92. Are you willing to promise me that last night, obviously we wanted yeah. to win, but I better not, if I do it today, and well, you got to do it too. Like maybe you just don't want to do it. Maybe maybe the, the tide has turned here. Because I, I held out for flipping the switch weeks ago, now a month ago, because it was just like, man, like, I don't know. It's the regular season still. I don't know if they got it in them. I don't know if they have that gear. And last night when they were down by 10 in the fourth, later in the fourth quarter, obviously a lot of people were wondering the same thing. And there have been times here while you were out on paternity leave that that we were getting ready for the All-Star break and right after the All-Star break there that there were plenty of people saying, I'm glad you didn't flip the switch. But I need a promise from people that I'm not going to catch holy hell in the middle of the night if they go to Chicago where after Donovan Mitchell had to play his ass off and was clearly gassed at the end of that basketball game. Yeah, so much and, so he was out of the game and for you had, the, the, some of the Max Strews yes, splendor. You had such an emotional win. You had such an emotional an emotional day that there's bound to be an emotional hangover. If they happen to lose tonight, I don't want to catch some hell out of it. If you well, you guys flipped the switch last, don't you got to promise me you won't do it. If you as a fan promise me you won't do that, and we won't be short sighted about this, and we'll play long term stuff, we'll play big picture stuff here. Then I'll flip the switch. I'm open to flipping the switch now. I am pro oh, flip Kenny. the switch now. Kenny, so magnanimous. Guys, he's willing to crack open it, well, first the off, switch it, well, door it takes, just a tad. It's for the show, and I'm willing to do it with you. I wasn't willing to do I it mean, with you before. I know. I wanted to do it like a month ago. And now all of a sudden, I don't know if you're willing <laughs> to flip the switch. They have to well, win. They, have, they don't have to win tonight. Yeah, you have yeah, to yeah. promise me. The people have to promise me they're not going to flip their lid if they were to lose tonight in Chicago. Because a win against the Mavericks last night like that would mean more than a loss against Chicago. That's what Unless I think. somebody yeah. were to get hurt, then obviously then that's all, all bets are off. Yeah, but- it would be one thing if they were right in the middle of six teams. Like if this were the Western Conference where all those teams are jumbled up. No, they are They are right now they're not comfortably second because Milwaukee's playing better. And I, I've, I've heard a lot of people say, oh, Milwaukee's going to end up the two seed now. They're going to they're gonna figure it out with Doc Rivers – I, I don't know that, but I do know that this is a lot different from, all right, if we fell from two to three, that's not the end of the world. But if you fall from like four to eight, okay, now now we're talking about you can't just celebrate last night, party all night, and be on cloud nine and then lose the next day. I feel like they've they've built they've built some equity here. They've they've been able to do it over time. The switch flipping though, I there have been times this year I've wanted to do it. You have not wanted it. Sounds like you want to do it. I'm looking at the schedule going, all right, they got Chicago, they got Detroit, they've got the Knicks, and normally that would have been a potential uh, switching of the flip, flipping of the switch, but the Knicks are without three starters. You know, Ananobi's not going to be there. They're home. It's not at the Garden. It's at home. We know the lights are technically brighter there. They are, but they'll let anybody apparently sit courtside. Just ask Jerry Ferrara, who apparently got sit courtside the other game. Oh, nice. I'm looking at Tuesday, March 5th. They moved You're that moving game. The calendar. They it's mo- like moving the goalpost. They move, but th- that this is a pretty big one. You want to talk about a litmus litmus test game? Boston Boston is looking. Some of their some of their overall numbers are looking like all time great. The Boston you're really, Celtics. You're really sticking them. And when we're talking here. about a measuring stick game, we were four point favorites last night. 
against the Mavericks. The Mavericks were the seventh seed going into last night in the Western Conference. Boston is the one Why? seed with a bullet. But my like issue they, you, they are the team that I, is the I litmus disagree. test, and they move the I game disagree. to TNT. You're going to hear Charles Barkley talking about your team. I know it's going to be well, I hear Kevin Harley too. Um, I, I don't I don't I actually don't know who's going to be on that game because it's going to be part of a doubleheader. So I'm not sure what they're going to do. But I get to see Ian Eagle. Very well, could be. Yeah, I, probably Ian. Right? Does Ian do TNT games? Does didn't don't they, does. Didn't I his, thought he did. Didn't his responsibilities change a little bit? Either way, I think that is the one I'm penciling in because if they win that one, fans the next day are going to be like, We're, we can win the title. We can we can go all the way. Yeah, but you got Minnesota on the 8th. That's another so, big one, ESPN. They moved what, that game to ESPN. So I'm like, why are we so sitting you're, here? So you're about to be in prime time. Why are, we, why are we doing this? Why are we splitting hairs here, man? You, well, you finally I, got me across I think the you've aisle. Lost Don't do the right, this to me. I think you personally have lost the right to say that. I can understand fans saying that. The fact that you didn't want to do it when they were on the greatest run of the season. Um, now, all of a sudden, you're trying to make me look like You're the bad guy garbage. for not doing it. I'm not. I, I have penciled in that one. I guess I'm a more slippery wizard than I thought I was. That one, Tuesday, March 5th, TNT, nationally televised game. You're at home against the Celtics, and the Celtics are the team. Well, Judas They're the cream Priest, of the crop. If we're just not going to flip the switch here, because I don't. It, it, if they win, no, I'm telling you, if they win that one, I'm n- nobody will talk me out of flipping the switch. I, I, I think that is a. That's the type of game that is a measuring stick game to see where we are, especially if we're healthy, if we're if they're healthy. Um, that that's the game right there. That if we win, our fans, you won't be able to talk any of our fans off of their cloud nine. They're going to be thinking that we are going to make a run in the Easter Conference. Two one six four seven four double o ninety two. And we don't have to wait long. I mean, that game is right around the corner. Yeah, still, I don't want to wait till next week. Well, I mean, good God. Because then it just, all right, fine. Well, you've waited this long. Well, it's, your call. it's your what's call. Another I mean, week? we got to do it together. So if one of us disagrees, then March, March I guess is, we'll just sit here and stare at each other now for the rest of the March, March is, I mean, that's your stretch run. That's when that's when NBA teams get serious about basketball. That's really when you separate a lot of the teams that are kind of prancing around as, as, as real pretenders. No, no, you start to win against the Boston Celtics in March. Yeah, but the, the, that's a different story. That'll hold a different weight. What if they lose against Boston? I mean, they'll be underdogs. So, they probably will be underdogs. So I'm looking for opportunity, but I gotta look for opportunities to flip the switch. The, but the but the switch flipping is, is not something that can be handed to you. You're not gonna do that against you know a middling team. You're but, you're gonna do that against a great team. This is an opportunity that we can we can do this here. I can do this. That just sounds like you want to after after not doing it for so long and having fans yeah, rip you. Honestly, yes, you just want yes, to yes. you just want to pick. Because All right, I, we had no, a, we had an amazing night moment. last night. I wanted my moment and I got my moment. I wanted a moment that would tell me that I have confidence. Even though in I it. gave you like five moments earlier, the Clippers but, game. I mean, I, I, I went oh, through the, the Clippers. Litany. Does anybody take the Clippers seriously? Uh, yeah. Really seriously? Yeah, I don't people take the are picking seriously. them to go to the, the finals. Okay, well I don't. I don't. Okay, I don't take the Clippers seriously. If they go to the finals, then obviously I'll eat those words. All right. There was plenty of other times where I didn't take anybody else seriously. Was I going to do it against after Memphis? Was I going to do it after after Detroit back in January? No, I wasn't going to do that then. So there's, I mean, you're telling me to do it. I'm looking for a moment, and I found my moment here. I mean, you came back, but you from did 10 not down this, against a good basketball this team against had, Kyrie, against Luca, Kyrie again. I this, cannot stress Kyrie enough. This would have had some merit to it had you have talked it up yesterday. You didn't mention the switch yesterday, so now I just think you were waiting for a win. You're like, oh, okay, flip it, and I don't think you gave enough credence to it, enough thought to it. Fine, we'll flip the switch.
I, th- I think we can have multiple games in a year that we could say those were the game. This was certainly one of them. This was a great, great win. The theatrics of this win, it covered up a lot of the bad, which I don't think I didn't in the fourth quarter have people saying this team's not going anywhere in the playoffs. Then that happened. So is that the game you want to flip the switch on? A game where people were <laughs> negative for about 20 minutes during that game yesterday? I think it is. That's actually the perfect game to get excited about and flip the switch on. I just think you'll feel very different if they beat Boston. I think you will... You'll be like, is there another? Is there another switch to flip? Is there? Is there anything else? Is there a contingency? But if they don't, then I'm left without a switch to flip. I can't just keep waiting for the perfect moment here. I fell into that trap before. I can't just keep doing it again, over and over again. If they lose that game against Boston, then what am I to do? Then I'm going to be nasty about it when we get ready for the Minnesota game on that Friday. Now it, it would lead to you that you wouldn't sit there and think that against a Western Conference team, but here we are. Fine. 216-474-0092. Coming up at 8 o'clock. I might ask Terry Pluto whether or not, if there were a there flip that he were to switch, whether or not he would do it. That's coming up at 8 o'clock. Well, there's going to be other things coming up with Terry Pluto at 8 o'clock, for crying out loud. FML at 745. And Lima's calling this the two-outs game. There's a very specific reason why, and I'll tell you coming up next, or he'll tell you coming up next. And I ask you, was the two-outs game historic? For you as a Cleveland sports fan, Ken Carmen, Tone Master General, take us with you to work on the free Odyssey app. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the name your price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.